guys this is the south wales and business and interests podcast today we are with phil meek and he has his snakes as i said in the last podcast and we're going to see today we're going to have almost like feeding time at the zoo yeah so it's one feeding day a week and uh, and this is it <laughs> here we go we're on the case so they feed once a week phil so on, on these these snakes they're colubrids they feed once a week they're quite high metabolism um, so we've got a couple of juveniles um, and some fully grown snakes as well. Brilliant. Um, so yeah, a couple of different species. We've got a hog nose. Okay. Um, uh, an adult female house snake, African yeah. house snake, a juvenile pine snake. Yeah. Um, and an Egyptian diadem snake, and a Chinese beauty snake. So there are quite <laughs> a few snakes going on. So, yeah, so Which one are we going to feed first? Right. So. I can't get them out and handle them to show you because no. it might disturb their sort of feelings. We'll save that for another day. But okay, so if you, if you get them out and you handle them... It just stretches them out. So they won't eat so, after. Yeah, it just makes them less likely okay. to eat. You don't want to disturb them really um, before And is there any particular feeding. time you feed them? Like the morning, night or any don't, time don't once really a week? Make, don't really make much, much so odds, really. So, so is this a treat? Um, yeah, so we're feeding them mice um, of various different sizes. So we Coming feed up here, guys. Them the correct size in relation to their size. That. <laughs> so that's yeah. the stash. So you want to be feeding them one sort of prey item, which is around the same sort of width as the widest part of their body. So okay. first of all, we're going for a medium mouse. That one. Yeah, that'll be. <laughs> Sorted. And we're going to try and feed the Just pine snake. Pine Hopefully snake. he feeds. So he's in his little hide. Pine snake first. His little hide by there. That's so, open so. the Seems to be sort of sleeping at the moment, but we'll see if he wakes up and goes for this. Tends to be pretty quick when he goes for it, but it's got to get his attention first. Yeah. Oh. So will he smell it with his sort of uh, tongue? Yeah, so they do pick up scent. He's got a tongue, tongue flickering and whatnot. He's normally pretty quick off the mark once he sort of wakes up a bit. Yeah. But he's... Oh. <laughs> Doesn't seem too interested at the moment. Just get this sometimes. Sometimes when they're going into shed and yeah. he's sort of due to shed, they go off their food a bit. So. Oh, oh he's taking it. There he goes. Oh. Check that out. Oh, he's got it. He's got it. So we'll sort that out in there now. Yeah. Not oh, more spectacular tape, but at least he's yeah, got no, it. Yeah, it's feeding great. time. I think he is coming up to share though, he's not as uh, yeah. enthusiastic as normal. Right, right. right. second, we're going for the... Uh, Look at that. Leave that one the, to feed there now. Female house snake, yeah, she should so be... So next one, female house snake. She's got a slightly larger... Which one down the bottom? That, he's, yeah, the bottom of the tank by there. And she, I'll try and coach her a bit. She, well, how are we doing? Let's get this... Uh, she's in a little, uh, little hide by there. I'll see if I can coax her out. There we go. Uh-huh. Oh, here she goes. Here she comes. You see? I don't know if we can see that on there. Yeah. Oh, she's, a, she's about to go for it. Oh, yeah, come she's, over she's, here. Can we get over that side? Then we get an even better picture. Oh, she's yeah, about to go for it. She's a bit spooked. Oh, whoa. Look at now. Oh, she's nearly got it, but not quite. That was shooting out. I saw that. She'll go for it again. Leave it there, just there. Might be a bit spooked. I don't know. I think she's hungry. There we go. She's got it. Oh, man. 
So they're an African snake, now a constricting snake, so like a little mini python, really. Yeah. So now she's bitten it, and she's constricting it, because she thinks it's still alive, and then when she's sort of satisfied it's dead, which it is anyway, she'll let yeah. go of it and uh, and go for it. But she's still constricting it, quite interesting little snakes. African house snakes. Yeah, so she's going for that. Oh, that's a little that one. We'll leave her alone oh, now. That's a little sorted. Right. <sighs> Right. And we've got the hognose snake next. <laughs> so he's normally a pretty... Hognose snake. Well, she's normally a pretty good, <laughs> good eater. Mm-hmm. Um, these are technically rear-fanged. So they are slightly venomous, but they don't tend to bite humans, and it's not really much... Is that where it is in the corner? He's gone under his mat and he's getting rid of this oh. one, really, but he's gone under there. It's a bask. There she is. Yeah. <laughs> they tend. Oh wow! They tend to put up a good. Uh, you see that? A good black display. Yeah, it's like hissing. S- and uh, I think they try and pretend flatten their heads out as well, <clears throat> just to make themselves look a bit more threatening. But generally, these don't bite at all. It's only if you really let them. Yeah. It's normally when they mistake you for. For food, you've got the smell of a mouse or something on you, might yeah. get bitten. As long as you don't let them sort of chew on you. What's the bite like from one of those? Um, if you let them really chew on you, they can get a bit of venom into it, but it's, it's not much worse than a bee sting, apparently, unless you're sort of really does it last? reacted to it. Um, it. If you get it, would it last like a couple of hours or swell up? If, or? Some people react. It's like, like, it's like a bee yeah. sting, a lot of people so react, react. to it, with a bit of swelling. Some people really react quite sort of badly to them, but yeah. they're really, it's all bluff with them, so they'll hiss yeah. and mess about, but uh, it's really unlikely that. Yeah, they're going to bite in the first place anyway. These. And of course, all snakes are blind. Uh, no, they're not blind. No, no, no they're not not blind. Some people say the snakes are deaf, but they have got um, like rudimentary um, hearing organs. So yeah, and they, they can certainly. So, but they're smell they smell then. So they're they're smelly. Yeah, they'll smell through their, their, their sort of. Are some snakes there, blind? Yeah. Um, certain species probably are. I think so some, this one can see. How uh, yeah? How, how, how some, would this one see? Like in what? You know, like wasps will see like in lots of different visions. Yeah, I'm not actually. I'm pretty sure they're colour blind. Yeah. Um, but well, if anyone's got anything and wants to comment down below, let us know. That's that's uh. This this one's called. Uh, this is Monty. Monty. (laughs) Monty, and it certainly is a Monty, isn't it? Yeah, so Western. Uh, and will that get any bigger now? No, fully grown, um, fully grown. female. This one, so I've had it for years. Um, uh, but she's pretty it's confident, lovely, isn't it? So yeah. she'll probably. That's why, why I'm picking this one. I was going to say, so you, I'm confident. Yeah, she'll feed. It's amazing. It hid right underneath. Well, not hid, but it seems. Well, they're burrowing snakes. If you look at the, the, oh. t- the tip of their nose, they've got a little shovel. Yeah. A little shovel, so um, they use that for, for digging rounds. Amazing. Just get her out by there, so she. That's what they call them, hog nose. Oh, They've yeah. Got spade-ended nose. The burrows, oh, they really yeah. love sort of burrowing. Right, so I'll see if I can get it to, to eat out. Right. Let's uh, get that thing here. Oh. Should go for it. Normally got a pretty good appetite. But these don't constrict. They are slightly venomous. They generally just sort of over, overpower their prey. So. Yeah. And as she goes, no messing about. Got it. On it. But she'll, uh, she'll sort that out now. Okay. They haven't hit with their jaws, you know, so they yeah. can with... Look at that. Enough clearance yet. That's amazing. 
pretty large prey item down. Yeah. But she'll sort that out now, no problem. Will he feed her a bigger mouse? Will he go off and feed on it or just feed it there? Will he go uh, hide, hide underneath with it? She, she doesn't, doesn't No, care. just, just, confident, so she'll just, just take it, take it by there. We'll leave that on there looking for a bit because that's just amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, feeding time at the zoo, literally. Uh, she'll try and manoeuvre it so the head end goes down first. But, yeah. Uh, no, she's just sort of chewing on it. <laughs> In the wild, they'll feed off lizards, toads. Yeah. And will these things. snakes be okay in these um, cases now for, for for like their lifespan? Or would you need to get bigger ones? Or um, uh, I mean, these aren't particularly active snakes, and she's quite heavy bodied. Yeah. So it doesn't do, I'm getting on a bit as well. This one's only much ruby mound. I might upgrade this one to a, yeah. a slightly bigger bigger enclosure, but again, about in hand and quite a bit yeah. as well. Um, I mean, the general rule of thumb is that the length and the width of the vivarium um, should be equal or greater to the um, the overall length of the snake. But at the end, the, the bigger the better, um, yeah. particularly more active species as well, like the house snakes and yeah. and the little snakes I've got uh, got down the bottom there. But these are, I've got two sort of bigger vivariums here, mm -hmm. sort of ready to go for when um, the other ones grow, because they'll be quite a bit larger than uh, than, um, than all these snakes here. Yeah. What, the so, what this, they, so what do they normally feed on? If you feed the mice once a week, yeah, yeah. What, what do they feed on during the week then? Um, nothing. That's it. Just six. That's one once thing. a week, and it, with um, snakes are sort of lower, um, yeah. slow metabolisms. Something like a big sort of boa constrictor or a python yeah. might only be feeding once every month. You know, that'll be uh, that'll be ample. Fantastic. In the wild, quite often they're ambush. Yeah, predators. They only really move when they need to. Um, and yeah, when they're not looking for food and whatnot, they just uh, not really using much. So that's good. So, that's so they're not expensive to keep then. <laughs> no, well, the heat, the heating bill. I was going to say, yeah, yeah, yeah. So those I use a ceramic, uh, ceramic heating bill. They're hundred watts a piece. Um, thermostat. It always got to use a thermostat. Um, to end up with um, um, overheating your your reptiles. Um, so safety wise, always got to use a use a thermostat. So but your you main expenses here time. now, ongoing costs would so be you've got heating and snake food, basically, and then you know yeah. bedding will change the um, yeah. change the sort of substrate now and again as well in between spot cleaning and uh, and all the rest of it. But generally, really, really low maintenance. You're changing their water fully, yeah, um, a few times a week. Yeah, and uh, how often do you clean out the whole so lot? Is it sort of once a month? Once a month or two. Um, yeah. But obviously, when they poo or whatever, you do spot cleaning, so you'll get rid of that. Yeah. Um, and sort of daily, really check for all of that, but you'll thoroughly clean the thing, um, the entire area. And can you mix the snakes or will they fight? No, it's generally not a good idea to keep no. snakes together. Um, you can, some people do, um, and do successfully, but you can have accidents in feeding time. The other yeah. snake smells like a, a rodent, they'll um, yeah, go for each other, they, yeah, they can't often go for each other. So, like when you're cleaning out, have a separate, like. Yeah, well, separate ones. Just probably. put them in a secure tub. Yeah, yeah. you can sometimes successfully keep keep sort of pairs together, yeah. or keep snakes the same sex together, depending on the individual snake and the species. But generally, yeah. it's, it's it's not not particularly Yeah, it's just safer not doing that. Yeah, well, they're we're not social creatures at all. Some no. species do hibernate together, so can't the snakes. But generally, they're the solitary species. You know? And does that light go off in the evening? Yes, that's so, what so they will like go off on their yeah. own. And so you can get timers on that. Got UVB yeah. light there. I mean, yeah. snakes don't strictly need UV light. Yeah. Um, they get most of their sort of vitamin D and everything else they need through through their sort of prey, but it's not going to do any harm. So I, I 
get my snakes eaten yeah. tonight as well. That's just amazing. So he, he doesn't. It takes time for him to go down, doesn't it? It's amazing. Look, he's not doesn't go down in a quick one. Yeah, couple of minutes. So that's slowly just, just, just. He chewed it up a bit. I mean, he should really. Yeah. So how long will that take for him to get that in his mouth and say? Once, we, it, once he get, he should really be over the head end. But he's going for the wrong end at the moment. But yeah. once he starts, and then he'll, he'll get it. And that'll digest then through the week, will it? Two three days, quite quite fast for metabolism. That'll that'll be uh, broken down. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, do they want to go to sleep after? He'll, he'll just curl up in the warm, then in the mm. warm end of the, the tank, in the warm end of the vivarium, just digest that. Yeah, uh, that'll be that. So that's quite amazing. Yeah. So the other one down here, we'll keep an eye because I'm sure people want to watch that. Because I think it's quite amazing, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> you know, just watch, just watching that alone. You do all right, man. Yeah. And then the other ones. Now they've got underneath. And will the other snakes be the same digest or they... Oh, this one here, let me... Oh, you missed him a bit, but it's just just nearly sort of finished it, that one. So uh, we'll come back to this one, guys. Let's go down and just check this one down here. Yes, oh, nice. Back inside, yeah. Can you see its tail? I don't know if you can see its tail under there. Can you see its tail? Oh, yeah, I don't think you quite got it. No. No, he's just... No, so that's a... Maybe this one. This is the most interesting one for watching, I suppose, there. So, uh... Uh, it's great for the camera, i.e. the lighting as well, so it's pretty good on the old uh, visuals yeah. for people. So this is Phil's, is this your interest, stroke, hobby, passion really, isn't it? Yeah, it's always been interested in reptiles, so I kept them yeah. at a really young age, sort of on and off. And then, yeah, I've got my own place, so I've uh, been able to... Expand my collection a bit. So, so is it snakes your primary sort of passion? Yeah, I'm interested. I, I kept, Did you get others? Yeah, other exotics. I've kept uh, tarantulas in the past, various yeah. lizards, but snakes. I yeah, I've been really, really sort of interested in this. Yeah, uh, being my main. Yeah, my main interest, and they're, they're low maintenance as well. Yeah, yeah no, no mess about with live foods. Lot most lizard species. And is there any way out? I suppose it's a question that some people might ask, especially parents. Is is there any way they can get out of that tank? Um, what do they call this? They're not a tank. Um, vivarium. Uh, a vivarium. Yeah. Vivarium. So is there any way they can escape from that? Um, uh, it's unlikely, but yeah. snakes do escape. I've lost a couple of mine. Uh, yeah. But they always tend to come back, you know. Uh, and how do you lose them? Is it because only when you're opening up, cleaning, or taking it out? It's an issue when air mostly, you know. You can accidentally leave a little crack um, of the glass open. Yeah. If they're really inquisitive snakes. And then... Yeah. So it's basically take care, look what you're doing. Yeah, so make sure, uh, make sure all doors are closed yeah, after you. You haven't left, <laughs> left any gaps. Some really active snakes yeah. will actively try and open the glass. In that case, you can just put a lock on the glass. Okay. So this snake here is called a... So a Western hognose, that one. A Western hognose. Yeah, big female Western hognose. That's a female... So that one's fully grown. Yeah. So that's a fair size one to have, isn't it? And also, can people sometimes make a mistake where they go and buy one, don't really know what they're buying? Yeah, often people. And yeah. it turns into like yeah, it a twenty foot. Yeah, and that's why there's big problems at the moment with um, uh, sort of Burmese pythons, reticulated pythons. Um, people buy juveniles and they yeah. might even be sold to them as dwarf yeah. lines, dwarf breeds. But in yeah. fact, they're not. They're they're standard sort of uh, mainland. And then what happens um, when they find out that they're going to get massive? Well, that, that's the issue. They, they outgrow their home, out, outgrow yeah. their, um, their living, living quarters, basically. And a lot of people who've taken them on aren't prepared for that. They're intimidated by a snake of that yeah. size. They don't know, um, you know how to deal with it. And quite often, that's why they end up having rescues. You know? So we'll go do your research and yeah. prepare for the worst case, sort of size-wise. Yeah. This one is a, a, 
a relatively small species of snake generally, so you're always going to be all right with hog noses. Yeah. But if you're dealing with, you know, boas, and pythons people, and all the rest yeah. of it, then be prepared for the worst case scenario. Because um, although there are dwarf lines, you can have freak sort of sizes within those lines. Yeah. Um, and non-dwarf lines are going to grow huge, and that's it. So you've got to be so prepared for that. if someone wanted to actually, they've bought a snake, got it, and for whatever reason got too big, they want to get rid of them, how would they go about getting rid of them? Would they just pop to their local pet? Would they donate uh, it or pet, buy it off them or shops, sell it? Some pet shops might um, might take um, might take them off you, um, or you, mm. could, you know try and advertise. Um, yeah, so do like anything then. Yeah, pets, try, dogs, try cats, and yeah, online, snake, but, yeah. but again, you've got to be careful that you know the um, people you're selling to or sort of rehoming to um, yeah. are prepared. You know, oh, he's going to town now on that, look, isn't yeah. he? Oh, do I see that? God, I thought the mouse came alive. <laughs> <laughs> He's sort of, uh, oh, that's to get the, uh, to get it eating more, isn't it? Yeah. No, to actually get the, uh, to He's get in the end. He's gone tail first. He's gone the wrong way around. But do Doesn't matter. Yeah. He's sort of. <laughs> yeah. So, so, which one does this, which one lays eggs now? What happens when they lay eggs? Yeah, because some species of snake lay eggs, some uh, snakes give birth to live young, so boas. Boa constrictors, for example, they don't lay eggs, they give birth to live young, whereas um, a lot of colubrid snakes, so these western hog noses, um, I think, yeah, all the snakes I've got actually do lay eggs, yeah. So how would this, where, where would this one lay eggs typically now in this environment? You, if, they... if you had bred sort of snakes, you provide a humid hide box yeah, um, and you hope that they lay in there. Um, and if they don't, water bowl. can they die the eggs? The eggs, if they lay them in water in their water bowl, then yeah, yeah. it'll ruin the eggs. Would it lay, it. so they could lay the eggs anywhere here? It could do, yeah, but you provide a humid hide box. They'll be looking for... Ah, oh, for a really warm, yeah, they look humid. For the most sort of suitable... Um, yeah. Sort of environment, which sort of suitable position to lay, and they know that those eggs need to be laid somewhere humid. So you provide a humid hide box, the odds are they're going to go in there and, uh, and lay the eggs. And how long would then you take those eggs away and uh, look after them? Yes, you take you take them away and incubate them. Some species of python um, will actually sort of sit on their eggs, so to speak, to sort yeah. of keep up humidity, and they will look after their eggs and even their young for a bit. But most snakes lay their eggs and abandon them, and yeah, that's it. So if an egg is, gets laid, how long? So if the snake lays the egg, what happens then? Is it, will, it, will it lay uh, hatching Normally, two months? So set, yeah, so 60 to 90 days, so two to three months, yeah. yeah. So a chicken egg might take you know, sort of three weeks or so, so it's a much longer sort of incubation period. Than so once they've been hatched, say, do you put the snake, those snakes back in with the mummy snakes? No, you wouldn't, know. It'd eat them? Uh, possibly, um, possibly, but... Uh, hiccups. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly, but no, you can, you can keep them all separate. Even keeping the young together, that's when, because they're about the same size. Yeah. They have been known to, you know, cannibalising each other, eat each other. A lot of species of snakes, hatchlings, mm. do that. So you would be really careful with that. Well, guys, I think he's eaten all of that one now. So that's as far as we go. <laughs> so Phil, that's, that one. that's absolutely brilliant. Look, <laughs> guys. So